today we're going to be talking about favorite first songs. So you have me, Jamila Rouser, um, a writer and um, I guess overall like creator, community builder. And we have Julian. Hey, what's going on? And uh, David's here as well. What's up? Back All right, again. So, yeah, back again. So um, this is going to be us talking about our favorite first songs on albums. Um, what I think a lot of times, um, the way I think about first songs is I think a lot of times um, you notice when they're good, which makes you kind of realize the ones that aren't so good. Um, it's surprising that I've heard, especially in rap, that a lot of her songs kind of seem to be throwaways or just like they'll just throw like a short intro, but it's not really good in it on its own. Um, so there's just like a lot of confidence. I don't know if there if people are scared to start an album out a certain way. Um, but when I do come across a really good first song, it it really stands out and makes me appreciate it more. So. Um, and I think it's a great first impression of the album. So I'm going to start with Intro by uh, Clips from their Lord Willen album. Players, we ain't the same. I'm in the cane and guns. Show Paul with the fishes, make the facelift numb. Out in Panama on that amazing sun. This album's like damn near perfect, to be honest. <laughs> and even though the song is called Intro, which I feel like is kind of whack. <laughs> the <laughs> intro is so good. I mean, the first line is iconic. Plays the ain't the same. I'm into cane and guns. Like, that right there just sets the tone of, like, this is what Clips is about. <laughs> <laughs> They're not like you. They're into cane and guns, like, for real, for real. And I feel like um, just with, uh, with Malice and with Pusha, talking about what they usually talk about cocaine and drug dealing um but it's it's so confident there's so much confidence in it um that it it just kind of like punches you in like a good way for the beginning of the song um i feel like this the intro it does a good job of kind of encapsulating what clips is as a group and what they are about and what I really appreciate is how they just immediately start rapping without letting the beat kind of, you know, go in, like go on for a couple of seconds. It's like song starts, pushes there, letting you know what they're about. Kane and guns. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no hook either, which I like as well. Uh, I noticed like two of my picks have no hooks. Um, I think it's just like, there's no room for like playing games. Like they're just here to tell you what they're about. And that's it. They yeah, don't care about anything rap. catchy. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about, uh, what are your feelings about intro? This one, it's like, you know, in school, they're like, you have to have a thesis statement in your introductory paragraph. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is that for the clips for the past, like 20 years or 18 <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Cause push a T is still like rap money's all right, but dope money's where it's at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just there's so many hard lines on this song to where even if you didn't know the clips, but the first time you heard it, you'd know exactly what they were about. Yes, <laughs> the brand is like strong on here. And when he said like, I can lose myself in a flash. Niggas will think I'm Jim Carrey. How I off that mask? They'll think I'm Jim Carrey. How I off that mask? Mm-hmm. It's so corny, <laughs> but it's so dope. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> like it dates him immediately because like the mask was like six, seven years old oh, when this song came out. It's so long. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I was on. Nah, I was like, I was getting close to ten. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah I was even worse. <laughs> but the but whole... Jim Carrey was popping. He was still popping then, like big time. So oh, that's like, when like oh, okay, Eternal Sunshine was probably coming out. Uh, yeah, like a Truman Show pop. Like oh yeah, he was still like. The God, he was still like I think the the movie where like where, uh, Morgan Freeman is God. Oh yeah, yeah. Around that time too, so it's oh, like, well, oh, this is Nathan? Jim Carrey at the height. Like <laughs> you can say the mask is like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Um, I, I have so many favorite lines on this one, but just from Push's half when he says, uh, "The three of us know yet the shooter remains nameless." Like that's so cold. It is. It is. I mean, he could have been talking about Drake even this far back. Like, that's how. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been faster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Julian, what'd you think? Um, I think, because I re-listened to this this morning, uh, I have to say titles genius because they give you credits and the release date of the whole project. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's good metadata. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> It's been so long since I heard Pusher over a Neptune's beat mm. that it it it's, it like it was like oh man I need I need y'all to get back together like I need you to tell <laughs> Kanye no and just go home real quick and just let Chad and Pharrell <laughs> put out like four songs with you real fast. Wow, that was uh, like yeah, it was just good. It's exactly there's nothing else to say that you said. It is like yo, you want to know what this 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 album is about? Cause I pump bass like that, Jack. We sell drugs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we live in Virginia, bro. Like, it's hot down here. We we get real money. It's quiet money. You know, that's why I always like the clips. And I think that's why, like, the clips always did well here. Because they kind of represented this region. Mm-hmm. It's like, you you know a lot about, like, crack history like dc's weird the dc area is weird because you know you hear all these new york rappers say yo they come down here they kill it like nah that's not the case Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like people around here don't also show off with like the bright colors and the crazy things it's like Mm -hmm. when people got money like you see like oh yeah that guy got money like oh like how you get that money like how you think he got that money (laughs) 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 like there's a lot of snow around them parts, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I wish I could have still... Like, I lived in Virginia in the 90s. I wish I could have still lived in Hampton when Grinding came out. Oh, mm. my gosh. That would have been epic. Yeah. Yeah. It uh. didn't even hit. Like, the, like I wasn't even rocking with the Neptunes and the Clips. Heavy when I was in school. And then, like, I, like, came home. And then came home. It was, like, nothing but Project Pat. Mm. Six. And then, like, the Clips was out. And like you could hear, like you didn't hear the pop Neptune's records. You heard all like the the gutter Neptune's records. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, they from Virginia? I know. <laughs> oh, okay. Do but cook. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, oh, that's what AI in them. That's what Randy Moss and them is from. <laughs> like, that's like, I'm like, oh, Virginia. Oh, they the, got <laughs> their song Virginia too. When I think Malice is like. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Virginia, we smirked at the Simpson trial. I guess the oh case was wild, God. but what's, or I guess the chase was wild, but what's the fuss about? Yes. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. 
like oh, I really feel is. like the clips are um like they're the perfect merger of Bob Deep and Jay Z. Because yes. Jay-Z's whole thing yeah. is he's got money and he's over it. He's over everybody who doesn't have money, everybody who does have money. Like, he's the boss. <laughs> yeah. And the clips really bring that scorn, but they have that mob deep, like, evil nature, too. Yes, yeah, darkness. Yeah. Yeah, scorn and darkness. They're like the Atatsuki and uh, Naruto. <laughs> First, they're like, yo, you don't want no smoke with Itachi, bruh. <laughs> And who's that fish dude with the with the weird duck? You know, you don't want none of that smoke, bro. Go, no, Sasuke, no. Yeah, that's what it feels like with the clips. <laughs> and every time, like they talk about their grandma pushing weight, like I wanted to see that story. Yeah, like make that movie. Make that movie. Make two changes, mama sto- movie. Like, oh, like anything with these women raising raising like black boys, but they gotta sell weight. Also, uh, Fifty Cent's mom. <laughs> Oh, her shit's tragic. I don't even want. I don't even like to think about that shit. Yeah. It's just sad. Like the more you know, it's like, oh man, like it makes watching uh Get Rich or Die Trying a way different experience. When you see like this fictional, it's like when you watch Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, oh damn, like okay, like mm, now yeah, Fifty Cent's mom story actually make me mad, make me sad as hell. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Speaking of uh, Purple Rain, Julian, do you want to talk about your favorite, one of your favorite first songs? This is the hardest one we ever did, y'all. Because <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie, like, y'all brought it up, and there's, like, only one rap song that became into my head. And then I started thinking about, like, yo, first songs. Ah. And then it came a battle of my brain. Like, it became Prince versus Michael Jackson, and then the Prince oh, won. Right. Because, like, I saw Purple Rain forever as a kid. But for some reason, my senior year of high school, like, we didn't even have Purple Rain, like, the album in the house, or I thought we didn't. Uh, but then I found, like, this tape, and I guess my mom taped. It was a copy. It was a dub of Purple Rain. Bruh, I listened to that joint every day <laughs> for the longest. Like, Purple Rain's and but it starts off with like let's go crazy now let's go crazy is like a single right i think it might even be been the the first or second single to the whole project mm-hmm. and i'm like these are that was the days when like the first song was like a hit mm-hmm. it wasn't this joint to get you ready it was like oh this joint's already banging on the radio like oh you starting the album off like this and then you find out there's like nine other crazy bangers mm-hmm like, yo, let's go crazy, really get you started. Then it hits me. They're like, yo, Prince is hella religious. It's a low-key gospel song. The whole thing is about just like going to heaven, not letting the devil get at you. And I'm not a religious person. But I saw, you know, I saw find out more and more about Prince, how he was raised. I'm like, oh, man, all right. And then I was like, oh, the elevator's like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, I get you. Hmm, like, oh, oh, <laughs> shit. Dang. That's a gospel song on the low with a killer guitar riffs. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to talk about this, that lyric. Like, if the people listening to this ain't heard Let's Go Crazy, and they ain't seen the beginning of the Purple Rain, Yo, their life is messed up. They need to go ahead yeah. and go fix that. 
Like, yeah. And that in the movie version, you see everybody getting themselves together because they're about to perform. You know what I'm saying? Wendy and Lisa, Dr. Morris Day got his hair tied up. He va- he's vacuuming, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Prince is getting his hair right, bro. And they get on the motorcycle. Ah, ah, First Avenue when they pull up. Mm. Nah, fam. You ain't even. Videos can't even be that dope no more, man. They're like, that ain't even the video. That's a big. Ah, bro. The video for that shit's fire. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't realize how fire that elevator line was until recently. Because, like, normally an elevator metaphor is like. You're going up, you know. It's like the Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's totally different. Yeah, he flips it, and you're just like, yeah, that's right. We can't let that bring us down. Yeah, man. Don't let what? that bass get to you. Don't let the devil get to you. It's yeah. everything in that song, like. And the oh, the music in that joint, you know, it's Prince, so you know he didn't play like all the instruments first. Then he told all the rest of the men how to play it, and I still think that's his best band is the Revolution. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, what what I like about it is that it's such a like upbeat sounding song, but what he, the message is is like, you know, life is hard. It's better. when we're dead (laughs) like (laughs) heaven is better than what's going on right now so let's just go crazy and live it up because like it's it's rough and talking about like going to shrinks and like all that kind of stuff it's like yeah um it's better in the afterlife so just just have that to like keep you going (laughs) Mm -hmm. and go crazy and have fun and live it up yeah i was listening to this one this morning and what was killing me was um like, it starts out kind of low-key, but, like, three or four bars in, you're hype. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it works every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, like, sermon sort of in the beginning. Yeah, it makes you nod your head a little bit, and then it's just, like, buck wild from there on out. <laughs> yeah. Like, at least oh. you got friends. Yeah, yo. You know, this, this is the depressing part of this, is that when, uh, when Prince died, and we found out how he died, First thing I thought of is that he died in the elevator, bro. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh. He died going down in the elevator, bro. That's oh, crazy. Dang, I didn't, e- I didn't even realize that. Like, First I didn't put that I together. And I haven't seen people, I never saw people, like, post about that either, but. I was, uh, like, that's, I was like, that's, uh, I was like, damn. Like, I was blown for the whole day. Yeah, that kind of synchronicity is wild. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure he's living it up in the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> but this song is so hard. Like, yeah. So I made a playlist out of all of our choices, um, and I was just letting it shuffle. And it's just like, no matter where it came in the playlist, it was the perfect point for that song. Nice. <laughs> like, it's like a perfect intro and outro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Wow. So speaking of, like, death, um let's transition into into our trap lord asap berg so one of my favorite songs of his and favorite first songs is let it go Mm -hmm. on the trap lord album
like ASAP Ferg. Um, I feel like lyrically, he's really interesting, especially what he does with his flows. Mm -hmm. And his sound is really interesting. And what I like about Let It Go is that it's both soft and hard because his like flow is very soft. He sounds really smooth. But he's talking about murdering people, like, just <laughs> straight up. I will let that shit go, and I will murder you. Like, don't get it twisted. And I think even, like, with the beginning with ASAP Yams and ending with ASAP Yams, like, R.I.P. Trap Lord season begins. Now repent your sins. This year begin on a motherfucking check-in. You know I have to hang out there for this year. He, it's just like really embodies what ASAP Mob, especially more so like Ferg and, uh, and Rocky is like, they're really about like dressing well, but they're also, they'll also fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> like the, it's Harlem in a nutshell, really. When you think, like when I think about Harlem, that's what I think about. And um, they're always just like, seeing themselves as better than everybody else. Like, Yam's talking about how they in the All-Star Games, other people in the D-Leagues, and then Ferg comes on uh, with the hook, talking about Let It Go, and it sounds so fucking smooth, but he's talking about murdering people, and it's so good, and how he switches up his flow. And for it to be, this is his first album, and the first song on his album, and he doesn't, like, hold back. He doesn't try to, like, ease people into what he's about. It's like, nah, this is what I'm about. I'm the trap lord. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One of my favorite lines is actually from, like, Yams at the end. Y'all walking around with wrinkled silks. Looking crazy. Now, I mean, pay your dry cleaning bill and all that. Pay that, pay that. It's like, oh, this is so good. Um, they're just, they're just so interesting. And yeah, this is one of, this is a good one. And Trap Lord is a really solid album too. Yeah, it's for real. It's like super official. I, uh, my favorite like line on Trap Lord is on this song when he's like, uh, "My condolences." Mm, mm, like mm-hmm. I don't know why, but like that, it gets me every time. <laughs> like even when I think like oh like something bad happened to somebody online and you're like mm, my condolences mm-hmm. like that's the voice I hear. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> or something bad happens to somebody online that you don't like. I should say when <laughs> it's an actual tragedy, it's sincere. <laughs> but like ASAP Mob is so cocky, and this song they is are. it. Uh they are. That's what I really like about it. There's like so much braggadocio. They're just, they're so cocky. Ferg and Rocky are cocky as fuck. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that confidence. Um, it doesn't bother me in a way that I think it's just the way they kind of present their cockiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it <laughs> <laughs> uh, versus like other folks. Um uh, Julian, what did you think about about Let It Go? Again, this is another one I haven't listened to in a long time because I won't go back to Trap Lord. I kind of just go back to like a couple songs. Mm-hmm. And then I also listened to those Chopped and Screwed, so I kind of forgot oh, what this... Word, word. I kind of forgot what this sounded like. Wait, that Chop Lord is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know... Uh, uh, this album from that year, this like I don't even remember what they sound like regular. 
but uh, and this is one of them. And it's like, huh? Like he was really hitting us over the head with those like mix of Caribbean flow, like Caribbean dancehall like mm-hmm. stuff, and like Harlem. There's like there's Harlem arrogance, Caribbean like flow and like language and vocabulary and then there's like southern beat knocking like like damn this joint must rattle in a, in a car in a system like I don't know like niggas like dang I don't think a lot of joints that year was believe not from up north that was really rattling no trunks like this is a <laughs> like, oh and it's like yo it do kind of make me sad that, that, that yams died Cause I think Yams could have been on like like the next. He could have he could have filled that younger space for Puffy like mm. Puffy mm-hmm. Elder Statesman Harlem like yeah. you know what I'm saying he's you know what I'm saying he Obi Wan Kenobi with it with the beard you know he out there you know Yams yeah. was about to be like that that uh all black Luke Skywalker you know what I'm saying like <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm about to make the new joint you know like. He had it. And it's just like when he that pay that pay that like it gave me hype. Anytime like it's like, oh man, you start pulling in that bad boy shit, I get extra boosted. Like yeah. <laughs> the way you talk say it, like, yeah, my like it's a type of swagger, like in and and fur and fur get he's getting better and better. Like he's like the energy. Like if you think of ASAP my he's the battery. Like he's yeah, he's the heart. He pumps the blood mm-hmm. and Rocky is like the brain, but not the brain as you think, like Oh, I'm super smart, but it's like, oh, like, yeah, that's like, that's the, yeah, he's the, he's the cockiness. Like, they both two side, two different types of cocky. And you under attack Spit at your back And you taking a nap No hard to be pumping Your body relax You talk to me dumb And that's how I react Well I'm in the air Like I'm waving a cap The nine is a bitch And she making it clap I'm pumping the fifth Like I'm giving a dap Be ready to scrap When you talk to the track Like you don't want to Fight him though Like you don't really want to <laughs> Y'all, under, y'all yeah. really underestimating ASAP at your own peril Yeah <laughs> And even just on like A rap level This song is like Slick Rick-esque just the way he flips up, switches up the flows. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Like the, I feel like the rapping feels super New York to me. Like when he goes like that double time. Yeah. But then there's like crucial conflict in there too. Ah man, crucial conflict, man. Ooh. Yeah. Pulling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This this whole song, like even just the hook, is super catchy. It is. It's Yo, so good so- though. David, um, we had to have Outcast up in here somehow. Yeah, I had so, to represent. Yeah, you had to represent. So talk about your favorite, one of your favorite first songs. So I had trouble like Julian picking the favorite just because mm-hmm. there are so many hype songs. So I just went super, like I just trusted my gut. I was like, what's my favorite album? What's my mm. almost favorite album? Like, what do, what do we got? And I came on to this one because... It's kind of a gospel song, like Let It Go. Or, oh, man. Like the you niggas see dogs. Get in here in the foreign cars. Get their head from the foreign bars. Hasta la vista, senor. Pussy ass niggas will see a lot. Like, let's go crazy. <laughs> I said <What>? too much. <laughs> what churches? Yeah. You worshiping for Some Let It Go. Dark arts. Right. Um, but so, Hold On, Be Strong is the intro to Equimini.
Andre on the piano and uh, one guy singing, like Big Boy's not even on it. But it's just, there's one lyric, it's Hold On, Be Strong. I think they sing it uh, four times. But it's so, like, low-key and, like, I feel like if somebody sang it at church, like, yeah. or at, like, yeah. a funeral, like, that's the point where everybody starts crying. I know, yeah, I, I'm there. Like, I, I feel like I'm there right now, like, in a church where, like, that energy and atmosphere is, like, really solemn, but trying to be encouraging, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like the whole album is kind of um, it's the album they made after they blew up. Like they're men now; they've got kids. Uh, I think maybe Erica was pregnant with seven, uh, so like Andre had that on his mind. Big Boy had a daughter at this point, and it's an album about basically like growing up, like looking back at the past, but still moving forward. And this song is like, listen, you know, like let's go crazy. Like life is tough, but you got to hold on. You got to be strong, mm-hmm. and that can be beautiful at the same time. It um it's almost meditative to me, like mm. listening to it um again, especially after like me just trying to meditate more. Um, it sounds like something I could meditate to on repeat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like focusing on those lyrics. Um, because it 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 does a good job of like being able to be very personal and like w- hold on be strong to whatever i personally am going through in life but also like as a people it speaks to that as well as just like black folks like yo hold on be strong like everything's like it's like uh kendrick's eye like Mm -hmm. we'll be all right uh you just gotta be strong and it's something that's like really sad but strong about it at the same i mean you know be strong but like there's just this like I don't know. It's like a warm hug. Yeah, it's like a warm hug um, when you really, really need it, it feels. And I feel like it's a song where they're singing to you. Like some songs, it's just a song. Like Mm -hmm. you're hearing it, but it's not necessarily directed at you. But this song, you know, even though there's there's just four words in it, like I feel like it's directed at us. Yeah. Like it's a message from the artist to the listener. But it kills me. I could put it in front of anything. Like, there's been times when I just listened to this part, this song on repeat because I was like, "This I is what imagine. I need today." Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. I can imagine, yo. But Julian, what you think? Oh yeah, you took me back with this one. It's uh, <laughs> nine um, seven nine eight life. It's because <laughs> it, it it came out the first month of my time in college. You know, you know what I'm mm. saying? Like that month was crazy. You gotta think about this month. The uh the love movement came out the same day as this. I think volume two from Jay Z first came out. Yeah. Uh, not long before that, Miss Education came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Star came out. Uh, Maxwell's second album came out around this, like either a week before <laughs> or after. Wow. Um, Things Fall Apart for the Roots came out. Like that's my first semester of college in brooklyn new york when brooklyn was still mostly black like there's <laughs> like a weird fit that's like a weird thing like you can actually run into most dev like saw when you spoke at my school like there was a lot of things that happened so it was weird to go back to like kind of get to that place as i reached like the 20 year mark of like mm-hmm. graduating high school and college mm-hmm. and going to college it was just like to me because that's like um that's when they started becoming adults. Like, like you said, like 
they started having kids and stuff, but they were still like young. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you can see where like AT Aliens was them kind of like figuring out they're adults. This is them that's like now we in it. Like yeah, <laughs> like yo we can't really go party like we used to. Like we got kids and 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 life at the time partners or whatever we got to do. So it seems like a different type of hustle because they were still talking about like Big Boy was still talking about hustling a little bit. And Dre was still going off into like the, the more uh, out there stuff, but it was I don't know. This was the one. This whole album was like on some like soul gospel rap music thing, mm-hmm. and not gospel in terms of like the message, but in terms of, like like you said, you starting off with this intro, and it's like some church stuff right there, like some hymn or something you might hear like on like a Sunday evening when it's just starting to get dark. And like maybe like somebody old grandma on is like cooking or something. Somebody warming yeah. up on the organ. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like you know, like there's like lightning bugs like flying around. It's like <laughs> like this could be like it's almost like something you would hear like on like some like uh Afro Gothic like movie or something. Like it was just like mm. tone is set. Mm. This would be a good you know, intro to a movie. Good grief. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like that's hitting because, like, later on, you're getting the stuff like Liberation is in this album. Like, oh, <laughs> hey, man, Liberation is so strong. Yo, you put that joint on repeat. Like, that's a joint that, that got the homies through some some tough months of being broke in like a city we ain't from. But yeah, but like, this album, boy, yeah, and the way this started off, it was like, it, it, it almost perfectly fit the, the cover art. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. two black dudes. One just like a pimp, one on some like <laughs> Afro black stuff with the turban on, and they sit in like that wicker chair that like black, that, that, yeah, like I black know. people yeah. stuff. Like yeah. this is blackity black black. Like before it was cool. You could know how like why Kendrick sound like the way he sound right now is like you can kind of make a direct lineage of like this to all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. It just it feels so warm. Like I just can't get enough of it. It was so good, but man, that yeah, that month was too music wise. It was too much. Like <laughs> people always talk about, like eighty eight was the best year. Like I don't know, man. September nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention ninety four. Like I feel like there's so many, but you could do a playlist of just the best years, and it would yeah. just be all classics. Like yeah. it would probably do your head in. But yeah. um, hold on, be strong is like super positive but uh Jamila your next song is just like <laughs> you chose the most gutter stuff out of all of us I did I don't I did <laughs> I don't know why it's just like so hello from Flatbush Zombies on their album um Vacation in Hell <laughs> so we had like a gospel Prince song and now we're down the elevator took us all the way down to hell um <laughs> I really, really fuck with Flapper Zombies. Um, so the beginning of this sounds scary. Like, it's straight up like, oh, we're in a horror movie right now. Like, the beat is like these, I guess, organs. Um, and it sounds like some Jason Michael Myers shit is about to happen. But they're, like, their verses on here are super aggressive. And they are really, I think it shows like how 
great they are as a group and how cohesive they are and how they really like play off each other and help to like it's like this friendly competition because they're all like really going hard in this song especially since the beginning starts with like zombie juice and eric going back and forth got a bad bitch and she blowing sticky this gelato and i'm blowing 50 if you pull it on me then you better kill me kamikaze taking niggas with me no i'm scummy no i'm skinny them big pockets counting plenty ain't no money you can lend me bonnie clive i'll be with you which I always love when, like, rappers just go back and forth between, like, a verse. Yeah, that like, locks move. Right? And, like, I, I love that shit. So just to start off with that, like, when I hear the song, I imagine, like, the Kool-Aid man busting through the, the brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, bam, we're fucking here, motherfuckers. Like, here we go. But Michi, like, Michi has one of my favorite voices in rap, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so, like, gutter and like aggressive and scary (laughs) it's like it's so good and interesting he comes on with his his typical michi dark shit talking about like being god but also just like sounding very demonic at the same time which i really love um and i feel like this song too i mean it's called hell O, like jello sort of and the album is called Vacation in Hell. And I think this song is a great example of like the group as a whole and this album as a whole. Um, like they, the theme is there without it seeming too like corny <laughs> in a way. Mm-hmm. And each verse, there's no hook on this one either. And I like that because it's, they're not trying to like it. I feel like when there's a really strong song with no hooks, they're not trying to make it like a catchy song. They're just like, yo, we got some shit to say and we're going to say it and we're not going to add any like fluff in the middle of it. And I feel like it's a great example of like just them as rappers and then them as like friends slash brothers and how well they work together. But yeah, it's a really good, like scary, aggressive song. It's just, ugh. I love it so much. I uh, There's like a bunch of different lines in here where it makes me sit back a little bit. <laughs> um, they shout out Patrick Ewing and Chauncey Billups, which I feel like is some super New York. Like, I feel like only New York rappers shout out New York Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is like, we got other stars. <laughs> yeah, they're like, man, Knicks fans. With that said, it's the worst and best thing to do is to be a Knicks fan. Yeah, no, I, that is a hard life. I'm not. I'm not about that one. <laughs> but then when um, Michi compares Kramer to Broadman, and I just realized that like Home Invasion was funny in the '90s. Yeah, <laughs> just I agree with you on on dude's voice. Like he's got that perfect rap rasp. Yes, he sounds like a demon. Yeah, it's like a it's, uh, <laughs> especially like thinking about preacher too. It's like the what is it called? Genesis is like <laughs> the like an angel, a demon. That's what I get when I hear Michi. It's like I feel like he's killed me, and then I ascend to heaven after that. Like that's what. <laughs> 
You said he's like hood Jesse Custer. <laughs> he is. He's probably like he's not as good though. I think he's a little more demon like, but yeah, I feel like he does more acid than Jesse Custer. I think he does. He maybe he's more like um, what's his face? Uh, the vampire. Oh, one. Cassidy. Cassidy, yeah, <laughs> he does as much drugs as Cassidy. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you put me onto this group because I, like I'd seen their names around, but I think I just assumed it was like some horrorcore, like post odd future type stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just fire New York rap. Yeah, there's definitely like the horrorcore like themes in there, but I feel like it's not like uh, it's not like something like a costume they put on. They're just like just kind of scary, scary dudes in a way, but <laughs> but very approachable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, their last album is one of my favorites. Um, uh, Space Odyssey, 2001, Laced Odyssey is one of my favorites. <laughs> 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 a lace odyssey yeah like come on how can you not like these guys <laughs> lace odyssey bro. a lace odyssey <laughs> sorry that's the less clever isn't yeah. it it's so good I think like they, they talk about ja- being the Jamie Hewlett of rap too mm. in that album that's a fire uh, reference good right? grief that shows they know something yeah and this this is just like me fanning over them. Zombie Juice has a tattoo of Gone and Killua from Hunter Hunter. Oh, that's who it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I just love watching this show with my friends and their friendship, and I'm like, that's great. And then they just rap about like acid and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julian, what what did you think about Hello? I'm not gonna lie, I don't listen to a lot of Flatbush Zombies. It's not because I dislike them. It's literally because like. Like, you've told me about them. Ron's told me about them. A whole bunch of people tell me about them, and then I, like, look at my cue, right? As we talked about <laughs> last episode. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. I don't know where I'm going to fit this in, but I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> so this time I was listening to it, and I was just like, y'all got so much energy. Oh, man, this reminds <laughs> me of Grave Diggers. Yeah. Oh, man, y'all are really, y'all excitable, but y'all kind of, this is kind of scary. <laughs> so now you saying like it's like Genesis, like these are like rap, it's like rap preacher, like oh like the comic book, like oh man, what's around this corner here? It's it was it was an excitable first song. Like I thought the Let It Go joint when Ferg was coming with was like oh yeah yeah. Then that Flatbush Zombies joint be like <laughs> bruh, like y'all talking y'all oh okay like this sounds like a track five song. But y'all putting this in number no. one. Yes. <laughs> Where we go from here? They do not use you in it at all. It's like no lube. It's just straight, <laughs> straight in there. It's like uh, MOP meets Grave Diggers. Mm. Yeah. And I've seen them perform too, and they are great performers. Like it's it's so interesting how they all have their own way of like physically performing and mm. how they move around stage, but. And it's it's similar to them as rappers too, because they are all like very, they're all very different, but somehow it it meshes well together. Like the common the commonalities that they have. Um, uh, and I, Michi's just Michi's great. Yeah, he finally put a name to one of my favorite kinds of rap. Man, fuck that, that mumble rap. This that Scully low rumble rap. I do fifty years if the police find was inside my duffel rap. 
because first of all, nobody in California calls them Scullies. So like, I'm like feeling way caught out here. Yeah. <laughs> but like that low rumble, Wait, what whether they it's call them then? beanies. Oh man, they faking on that joint. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, they messed up for that one. But like Scully Low Rumble, it just perfectly describes like Sean Price or Mayno or Gutta Gutta, like all these dudes who are comfortable in that mid range, but can rap like better than half the people out. Yeah, yeah. It and like when I went to their shows, it's like mostly white people, hmm. which is so interesting because like I've noticed. Like, they're, like, very black, very, like, hood. But white people really love them. And I think it's because they rap really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, white people love, like, oh, lyricism and shit. Um, but <laughs> they just they just love that shit. But um, so I have a question. So Michi says, and me and Jamar talk about this all the time. He says a line, like, I'll do 50 years if they find what's in my duffel bag. Mm-hmm. What? is in his duffel bag that would cost him 50 years <laughs> drugs a bunch it's of drugs like drugs because i feel like 50 for drugs is a lot like i um, feel like maybe it's a limb uh, <laughs> drugs you, or don't, you don't you don't you, I, you went you won't even get 50 years for, for having a person's limb because that doesn't say you murdered anybody but once you start getting over like a kilo mm. oh that time go up mm. you're gonna do 10 if he have like more than one kilo Oh, you doing time? Because that means you, like, uh, ten, you oh, distribution. Like a, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know drug laws. And plus, he says uh, a couple lines later, he's like, "I got shrooms, I ain't talking truffles, and I got sheets, oh, I ain't talking slumbers." Yeah. Yeah. Wait. You got a lot. <laughs> They're so great. Oh yeah, New York got crazy drug laws. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's true. They got the Rockefeller laws. He better be careful with that duffel bag. I can't have it in jail. It's rap. It's rap. I don't believe it. It's not real. It's, it's, yeah, it's wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. He doesn't really have a duffel bag full of drugs. Come on. No, but whatever he does, I don't want him locked up. We got Thugger locked up over a gun and Dave and Buster's. Yo, that whole day. story, like, I want to be mad rich and still do my birthday at, like, Chuck E. Cheese. Right? It's so ridiculous. Man, I'm, I'm so not surprised. I've been to a David Buster's around my way, and I could understand. If he's in Atlanta, I know why he got the cut in the David Buster's. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it, it kind of serious, bro. <laughs> I'm like, they need to let Thugger out for that, man. You don't know, man. You don't know what's going to happen when you might be playing Time Crisis. Somebody might. No. <laughs> you might go full Bishop and Juice. <laughs> Yo, yo, I don't know where it was with y'all at, but arcades can be very dangerous in the hood. <laughs> so they uh, all the arcades back home are closed now. There's no more arcades. So yeah, there was one fire one in the mall, which is like almost half a mall now because everything else is closed too. But you didn't want to play fighting games there. Forget that. Like, it's dangerous. <laughs> like either you win and lose in real life, or you lose in the game and then you lose oh, in real life. Jeez. <laughs> That's too much on the table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the untold story of urban of urban gaming. Yeah, 